This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Erin Birch has, uh, just, I, I love this gal's story. She got started when she was like, you know, there's some stuff going on in her life. She had recently become single and had a couple of teenage boys at home, and she's making less than $2,000 a month as a, a jewelry artisan. She didn't know how to copy and paste, and there were no skills whatsoever that related to, like, you know, marketing, team building, sales, prospecting, publishing content, none of that stuff. None of that matters. She got to, in this case, live the dream and invested, got to workshops, retreats, all the things. And, guys, I mean, I know there was doubt. I know there was fear. She had no idea what she was doing. Could not copy and paste. And none of that mattered. She kept getting good. She kept, you know, increasing her skills, putting these things together, getting better and better, just like we teach here at MSP, right? And, you know, fast forward to today, she's the top earner in her company, a top affiliate here. She helped lead our workshops here at, at MLSP. Guys, I mean, it's, you know, cell phone, laptop, boom. She's able to do it from home, wherever, whenever. She's showing her kids what's up, and she's free. And it wasn't overnight. It took her a few years to figure this out, for sure, like many of us. But because she consistently got up, consistently kept investing in herself and getting better in her skills and her value now, you know, she's got that business that we're all promised. And that, we, we say that all too often, Aaron, to let that sink. Like, where else? In her words, guys, it's like it was either I had to go figure out something quick, huge life change. Like, it was either go buy groceries at the local grocery store or figure out some type of online business revenue thing somewhere. It's, you know, so grateful she chose the latter for a billion different reasons, but now she's, like, doing it free from home. Aaron Birch, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Wake Up Call. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, true story. Oh, freedom, freedom, freedom. To be able to plan each and every day exactly the way you want it to be. Yeah, you got to get your work done, but my God, the freedom that having your own online business allows you is a dream come true. I never even thought it was possible, but, but here we are. Super grateful, super grateful for MLSP. Oh my, I've, it's scary to think where I would be had I not found you an MLSP. I would be working at that grocery store and I'd probably be miserable. I don't like having an employer. <laughs> so super grateful for everything that's happened. All right, let's jump in, you guys. Today I want to talk about leadership. So the title of this call today is how to quickly become an effective leader. So I remember when I first came into MLSP and I had the realization, you know, I had an MLM and I had the realization that I was going to have to become a leader. If I was going to build a team in a network marketing company or maybe, you know, kick butt in MLSP, I was going to have to step into the role 
of leadership. And that scared the hell out of me. Why did it scare the hell out of me? Because I'd never been a leader before. I had absolutely no leadership skills. Had no idea what would be expected of me as a leader. Completely blind, right? So how do you have the confidence to go out and talk to people and sponsor people into MLSP or, or, or your business opportunity when you're scared to death of having to show up as a leader? Right? So what happens is you don't talk to people because you're afraid to be a leader. I don't know how to be a leader. I don't know what to do for people. So we're going to talk about this today. I want to take some pressure off you. I'm going to talk about a few of the things I have learned along the way, okay? Because if you are afraid of become a lead, of becoming a leader, it's going to hold you back in life, not just in your business, but in your life. So the broad definition of leadership, a broad definition of leadership focuses on the ability to inspire and organize other people to achieve a shared goal. So if we're talking about your MLM, you have a shared goal. You're all building your businesses together. MLSP, you have a shared goal. And we're all building our businesses together. Okay? So upping your leadership skills is going to make you more effective and better able to serve those that follow you. So leaders, they're not born. They're made. That should take some pressure off you. People aren't born leaders. They become leaders over time. So if you're going, I'm not a leader, of course, of course you're not if you're not there yet because you, nobody's born a leader. People become leaders over time through consistency and just getting, you know, upping their skills. What some people may have in the beginning over others is a personality type, an alpha personality type. Alphas are usually strong. Leaders are usually strong alpha personality types, right? You've got your beta, then you've got pre-alpha and alpha. So alpha personality types are a little more outgoing. They have more confidence. They don't show up shy away from things, whereas betas are a little more shy, right? They're a little more introverted. Can you be an amazing leader and be a total introvert? Absolutely you can. You just have to be willing to kind of come out of your shell and show up when it's necessary. So you can also become much more alpha over time, okay? So if you're going, oh, my God, I'm a beta. This is never going to work. Not true. Stop telling yourself the BS. When your confidence grows, you're going to, you're going to become more alpha. It's, it's just what happens. So leaders are created over time through consistency. And by the way, a good leader is a follower as well. When one is a leader, it doesn't mean they stop being a follower. A really good leader will always be a follower as well. Got to get the ego out of the way because if you think you no longer have anything to learn, you stop growing. So a good leader is also a follower. So are you a parent? 
let's talk about the ways you're probably already leading people. This is when I had this realization. I went, I'm not a leader. And then I went, wait a minute, I'm a parent. I've been leading my kids. So you probably actually already have some leadership skills developed if you're a parent. What about your job? Do you still have a job? Or what was your last job? Or what is your past experience? Did you ever teach people in your job? Did you have to help people get started, show them the ropes? Did you ever have to use some leadership skills in your job? Boom, you probably already have some leadership skills. So let's talk about things you can do to become a more effective leader quickly. First thing, there's books out there on leadership written by amazing leaders who teach you how to do it. They give you lots of tips. There's videos out there. Go to YouTube. Put in leadership. You're going to find thousands of videos on leadership. Start studying leadership from the people who are leading. Next one, start paying attention really closely to other leaders. Are you working with leaders right now that you could learn from, that you could emulate? Right? I remember this. So when I came into MLSP, I actually ditched my MLM, the MLM I was with at the time, because I just didn't want to work with that company anymore. So Brian was a mentor of mine. So when something would come up in my, in my world, building my business, where I was dealing with people, I would sometimes ask myself, what would Brian do in this situation? How would Brian deal with this situation? And I would come at the situation from how Brian would deal with it, and that's how I would deal with it. Because my nature at the time, if it was, if it was something uncomfortable that needed to be dealt with, I would flip out. That was my nature. I would overreact. I would react at the drop of a hat. That's not what Brian does. So I learned to watch and pay attention to how Brian led, right? And then I would force myself to kind of react the way I thought Brian would react to things. What this did for me was taught me how to be far less reactive and be more active. This is a big life lesson. So when something happened and first thing I would naturally do is completely flip out and overreact, I would instead take a step back, let any emotions involved calm down, and then have a conversation with the person I needed to have a conversation with, and I would ask questions. I would ask questions without, by, without saying anything, my opinion or lashing out at them. I would ask questions. Here is a little secret about human beings. When someone is upset, ask questions, let them talk, let them vent. Even if you don't agree with what they're saying, I'm telling you, give them a few minutes to vent. You can even say, I'm going to give you two minutes here to just completely vent. Let me know what's on your chest. Let me know what's on your mind. Go for it. So you give them permission to vent, and I'm telling you, they will burn themselves out. They will get it out in two minutes. 
Let them burn themselves out. Why do you say you got two minutes to vent? Because you're not going to sit there and let them vent for an hour. That doesn't accomplish anything. That's a waste of time. Let them know they've got a couple of minutes to say whatever the heck they want to say, and they will burn themselves out. Most of the time, people just want to be heard. This is part of your job as a leader, to allow people to be heard. Give them the opportunity and let them know that you are listening. You are hearing them. Okay? So let people speak. And then go at the situation. Now, now you're going to be taking action and not reacting. So modeling great leaders. <clears throat> I work some, with some amazing leaders. It's, it's been extremely helpful modeling people, okay? Next one, respect that everyone has different financial goals. I remember thinking, everybody wants to make $10,000 a month. Not true. 80% of people do not want to make $80,000 a month. They want to make $500 a month. They're looking for a little bit of money to make life easier. So when you kind of treat everyone like they want to make $10,000 a month too, you can be a little bit overbearing. So what I do with people is I ask them how much money they want to make a month. Like what is your financial goal? Because I'm kind of not going to treat or push someone who wants to make $10,000 a month the same way I would with someone who wants to make 500. So I will find out a person's financial goal and then I will also ask them how much they want me to push them. Like do you want me, if I see, I actually offer this to my people who, who joined my team. I had this conversation with somebody who joined my team yesterday. And I know she wants to make at least $10,000 a month. She wants to be in a position where she can quit her job in a year. So I then said, are you cool with me for the first month or so, reaching out every couple of days, and I'll just check your Facebook posts, and see if I can help you tweak them to make them more effective so that you can get more sales and sign-ups and build your business faster. I'm looking for that person to say, yes. I want you to reach out and give me constructive criticism. I want that permission because I don't want to reach out to somebody and give them what I call constructive criticism, but I won't, don't want them thinking, oh my God, she's criticizing me. I suck. I'm not good enough at this. So I make sure they understand it would be constructive criticism, but I get their permission first. Make sense? So you're kind of treating people differently depending on their financial goals, but also their level of drive. Some people are cool with this taking longer than others. Someone who wants to go at their own lower pace, I don't want to be on them, encouraging them as much, like going, you know, offering my construction, constructive criticism if they just kind of want to do it at their own pace. Otherwise, it can overwhelm people. So I get permission from people. I find out where they're at, where they want to be, how fast they want to do it. If they're open to me reaching out and making suggestions and working closer with them so that I don't overwhelm them. You're kind of filtering through for your runners, right? So... Finding out what a person's level of drive is as well is really important so that you can, you can 
you can set expectations. If somebody is super driven and wants to make $10,000 a month and you find out they're expecting that to happen in their first month, you need to step in and set expectations. The reality of how long it's going to actually take them to make $10,000 a month. Okay, that is your job as a leader. It's not helping that person to allow them to continue to think it's going to happen in the first month because then when it doesn't, they're going to quit on themselves. It's going to affect their self-esteem and they will quit on themselves. So you have to be honest with people. For one thing, you don't want to invest a whole bunch of time in someone who has unrealistic expectations and is going to quit on themselves. Then you're like, well, darn, I just spent a whole bunch of time with that person and they went and quit on themselves. And if it's because you didn't set realistic expectations, you're not serving them and you're making your job, you know, you're making it more difficult on yourself. So get clear on the fact that everyone has a different level of drive. Next one, you've got to learn some basic human nature. I'm going to repeat that. Do you want to be a really good leader and, a really, and really good at prospecting? and really good at marketing, you've got to learn some basic human nature. What makes humans tick? What inspires them? What are they motivated by? What drives people? Is it money? Yeah. But you know what? It's more about recognition. Did you know that people will do more for recognition than they will for money? So as a leader, you want to get in the habit of recognizing people. Not just for a huge rank advancement, but recognizing the little, the smaller accomplishments, their first sale, the first time they go live, the first sign up, recognizing them for helping out in the group chat, answering people's questions. Recognition is huge because people need to feel like they matter. You want to recognize the good behavior so that they do more of it. Right? Just like kids. They do something you want to see more of, maybe being kind. So you recognize them for being kind. You recognize the behavior that you want repeated that is best for them to repeat. Recognition over money. Next one, this is a big one, probably the biggest one. Empathy. How good are you at putting yourself in other people's shoes? Are you always looking at situations from your own point of view? Or are you able to put yourself in their shoes, in their life, in their world, and think about how they are feeling? What's going on with people? This is a key characteristic. This is something to get really good at. Empathy. This is going to make you a better prospector, leader, parent, partner, neighbor, you name it. Being able to put yourself in other people's shoes. Okay? People are more likely to follow you when they know you care. All right. So I got a little story for you because this came up the other day. And it comes up every once in a while. I'll hear this from people, and it makes my skin crawl. 
So I was talking to, this is actually the same teammate. She left her MLM and joined me because, because her upline was making her feel like crap because she wasn't making her upline a whole bunch of money. She had stuff going on in her life. She was building her business at a slower pace, the pace she was choosing to build it at, but her upline made her feel that she wasn't making her upline enough money. She was constantly on her case going, well, if you don't start making this amount of money or making this amount of points for me every month, I'm not giving you any more time. I'm going to stop reaching out. We're going to stop having conversations. I'm going to stop answering your questions because you're clearly not working your business and making me enough money. Right? So she felt this upline did not care about her as a human being at all, that she was just there to make her money. It left a bad taste in her mouth, and she quit that company. Got to let people know that you care. And don't, don't be fake about it. Actually care. Actually care about others. Next one, improve your communication skills. So here's, I've got a couple questions for you. I really notice this. Like, there's a different, everybody has a different level of communication. So do people often ask you to repeat yourself? You know, what did you just say? Can you clarify that? What did you mean by that? If people are asking you for clarity, uh, you know, often when you speak, you might need to learn how to be more clear when you speak. I'm telling you, this is a gift that will pay off tenfold. If people aren't really understanding what you're saying, they will stop listening. If you can say something and people understand it clearly the first time around, they're going to want to work more with you. Do you ever read somebody's Facebook post and you're like, I have no idea what they just said? You're not likely to really follow that person and pay attention because you couldn't understand what the heck they were saying. Where someone else can do a Facebook post and it's one, two, three, four, five sentences and you read each sentence once, you understand what they're saying, you understand the purpose of the post, boom, that was much easier. You've got to get really good at the communication. It is worth your time and effort. So some of the things that are going to help you do that and become a better leader is learn to listen deeply. When someone is speaking, if you can, I know it's pretty hard when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, you're kind of doing a million things at once, but when you're having a conversation with someone, if you can train yourself to just listen to what they're saying, be present in the conversation. They feel when you are hearing them. They feel when you're actually interested and care what they're saying. This goes big time for prospecting. If you're having a conversation with the prospect and they know you're not actually listening or care what they're saying, they're gone. You've lost them. So learn to listen deeply. Start asking questions. Ask questions and then speak. Why? Because this is actually going to save you time in the long run. Because what you say is dependent on their responses to your questions. This is also how you can lead a conversation. You ask the questions 
that move the conversation forward to the outcome that you want. Okay? So you're asking questions and then you speak. This is also going to help you act, not react. Yeah, I used to be so reactive to everything in life, and I used to blame it on the fact that I was Irish. Oh, you know, it's that good old Irish temper. What a load of crap that is. That's an excuse. I just didn't take the time to calm down, to ask questions, and then act. So react less. Sorry, yeah, react less and act more, okay? So one other thing, learn to not to micromanage. No one wants to be micromanaged. And the truth is, if you're micromanaging anyone you are leading, whether it be an MLSP or, you know, in your MLM or your children or your partner, for God's sake, being that controlling person, Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be controlled. So if you're micromanaging or trying to control people, you're going to piss them off and they're going to leave. So one thing you want to make clear to people in business is you're building your own business just like I'm building mine, but let's lock arms and do it together. Make it clear that they're building their own business. They're responsible for their own results. Don't let them think for a second that you're going to build this for them, right? Because then you're going to be stuck in this micromanaging position forever and you'll become resentful, right? It's going to break rapport. Next one, know your strengths and weaknesses. you got to run with your strengths. Commit to improving on your weaknesses. And then find others on your team or people you can work with who are stronger in the things you're weakest at, right? Because everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. So if you have somebody on your team or an MLSP you can work with and their strengths are your weaknesses and your weaknesses are their strengths, you can work together and make life much easier. Leaders aren't afraid to work with other people. That's why dropping the ego is so important. If you think you're the only person who can do everything and you try to do everything, you will make yourself crazy. I promise you that. So when you can drop the ego and find people you work with who can do the things maybe better than you can, particular activities, right? And you drop the ego and you work together, you're going to get better results. It's going to be better for everyone. Honestly, a leader a good leader, an effective leader, has a smaller ego. Be passionate. Be confident. Be energetic. A good leader, an effective leader, is passionate about leading, is passionate about, uh, passionate about the, the, the common goal that everyone they are leading has. Confident, right? You have to show confidence when you're a leader. And you've got to be energetic. Why? Because passion, confidence, and energy, it's transferred to others. It is an energy that is transferred to others. They need to feel it from you. If you don't come across as 
passionate about what y'all are doing, they're not going to be passionate about it either, and they will fall off. You, as a leader, you can inspire. It's really hard to truly motivate someone because motivation is an internal job, but you can inspire the hell out of people by being passionate about what you're doing. Then you've got to admit when, you're mess- when you've messed up. This is a big one. This is you dropping the ego and being cool with admitting when you've messed up. Because you're human, you're going to mess up. Leaders mess up. But really good leaders will admit when they've messed up. And here's the truth. People kind of like it when you, you know, share that you've messed up. Because then they look at you as more human. You have to let your people know that you're, you're just human. So if I mess something up, oftentimes I will tell my team, oh, my God, you guys, I just totally messed this up. And I'll tell them what I messed up. And the reaction is always so incredible. They're actually super grateful and thank me for, for, for sharing. It makes them realize that they don't have to worry about messing up. They don't need to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Don't be afraid to admit when you've messed up. Next one, don't be a complainer. So if there's an issue going on in your organization, whichever organization that is, you go up with the issue. If you need to talk to somebody about it, you go up. You do not go down. You go up, not down. Okay, so this means you go to your upline or you go to support or you go to corporate or what have you. You don't bitch and complain down. Remember that. What? that that's a big one. So these are some of the things I have learned since going from being, being scared to death of leadership, of being a leader, to really enjoying being a leader now. Because I've dropped the ego. I don't worry about my team or anyone thinking I am perfect because I'm not. Don't worry about, like, I want you to be cool with starting where you are right now and just becoming a better leader every single day. It is a process to becoming a better leader. Nobody comes out of the womb this amazing leader. It is a learned thing. These are skills you want to develop. Start with empathy. Start listening more to people and putting yourself in their shoes. That's probably the most important thing you can do to start being a better leader. And then understanding what makes people tick. People will do more for recognition than they will for money. Right? Recognizing people goes a long way. It makes them feel good. That's going to keep them around if they feel good, if they feel appreciated and valued, that they matter. So start listening more, putting yourself in people's shoes, and recognizing people. Start with that. And then start paying attention to other leaders. If you're following somebody, a leader, and they're not a great leader, find a better leader. Find a good leader to emulate, okay? So 
I hope this helps you out. You know, being a good leader is not just great for your business. It's great for your life. Makes you a better parent. Makes you a better community member. Makes you better in all areas. These skills will carry over into all areas of your life. So, hope you got some value from this call today. Don't be afraid to step into the role of leadership. Be cool with it being a process. You just start now. Hope this helps. I will see you over on the MLSP fan page. In about five minutes, we are going live. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.